Dog It Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for television via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is not safe for little ears. And there is a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. You're listening to episode eight of season two. Uh, we're uh, real excited to bring you The Office, a classic comedy. Uh, classic. So this is one of those episodes where we all pretty much agree, and not much changes. Well, we there's some things we disagree on, but notably the last two seasons. Yeah. For a little preview. For the most part, though, this isn't all our ratings are pretty in line. So in line, aren't? Isn't it all of our 18th? Yeah. Rated show, somehow. Yeah, it's a weird mm. dynamic. Fourth, fourth ranked comedy. We pro- draw a lot of parallels right? to third, uh, fifth for me, I think. Okay, well, right around that yeah. third, fourth, fifth. We draw a lot of parallels. Parks and Rec, uh, very similar show. Lives in the same world for me. Not just the fact they were on both on NBC and both kind of shot the same. Uh, and after this episode, we have a after the music. Wait till I wait till after the music. Uh, if you dare, well, a little treat. Because the thing you just heard with us talking, with the little music under it, the little pre-recorded thing, uh, we looked for that music tonight. Uh, stick around after after the episode. <laughs> little b- 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 bonus, little foods. little bonus feature. So enjoy the episode. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast provider. Follow us on Twitter at Doggy Club. No bias. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Michael Scott Lee. So, uh, <laughs> get ready for another network show that was much beloved and then was rammed into the dirt by the network ordering too many episodes. Uh, too many seasons. I'm not going to go that far. I think we're going to disagree on some things. I will let it be known right out of the gate. I love the whole show. A little less than season one, more so season two. On, on. Um... I don't hate the last few seasons as much as most uh the post Michael Scott seasons. But uh I have something to say about that later. They're fairly unnecessary and uh but I do maintain that the last two episodes like even if you were somebody that is convinced you don't want to you get it say you get to the last two seasons and you go Ugh, I always say skip forward watch the last two episodes. Because the last episode 
possibly one of the best episodes of, of this whole show. This show being the US version of the British sitcom The Office. Created by Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, I assume, and transposed to American palettes by a bunch of other douchebags. <laughs> I've watched this show and actually rewatched it really recently. Um, probably six or seven times. Show filled with people whose careers kind of after this show went. Did you watch it back when it was airing? Yes. Okay. Because I did. I did too. So. I had to like catch up. I did too. A few seasons, I think. Me too. But um, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all were like, you need to watch The Office. And I remember I started it in season one, and I was like, this show is really dumb. I don't get it. And the it, perspective that we now well, no, it, pre- it, it, is, is 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 jarring. This it, is the first one that did that. It took me a, a while to figure out that the awkward was the funny. Yeah. Like when if you're watching it and you're like this is why is this just so awkward? I picked I picked it up immediately. It's just so awkward. I don't know what to do. I'm just like and so that happens a lot with shows that are sans laugh track. And I didn't like UK Office, but I I liked US Office a lot. The UK Office is a very 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 British show. Very a British. Very British sense of humor. Like the American Office. The first season of the American Office was a lot more like. The, the British, British office, yeah, because Michael was. Michael was a was a meanie. No, he was always a little mean, but, <laughs> but he was even but, mean. But they season. didn't have like Michael uh, David Brent, the character Michael, Sc- you know, the British version, right? Of Michael, is, is, you know, Ricky Gervais's character was irredeemably a, a right, douchebag. Right. Like it, it, if he was left alone at the end of the episode in a sad, shitty state, you're like, eh, good. <laughs> but there's a yeah. point in the office once you get in season two, three in the U- U.S. office where you look at Michael Scott is very sympathetic. Like, yes, he's an idiot. Yes, he says dumb, borderline like insulting slash racist. But he it. just wants people to but like him. You you get a clear picture of a lonely, awkward man that just wants everyone to love him and love right. being together and love and work and love and you know and and it makes the best <laughs> out of something we all hate. Which and he work. just he thinks for the longest time that that everyone loves him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, he well that'll be later. But we it's can just talk about it's just the covering up, covering up his want and need for people to like him. But we've got you know we've got Steve Carell playing Michael Scott, Rain Wilson playing Dwight Schrute, John Krasinski playing Jim Halpert, Jenna Fisher playing Bam, Pam Beasley, and uh, I guess the next most noteworthy person would be uh, what's his name? B.J. Novak. Oh, well, oh, Ed Helms. Ed Helms, B.J. Novak, and Mindy Kaling, three more people. Yeah. Probably ended up being yeah. three of the more famous people. Mindy Kaling, for sure. Like, B.J. Novak writes a bunch of stuff. Mindy Kaling's probably, possibly the biggest star out of the whole show at this point, with the longest, longer-running show. Steve Carell, I mean, and then you'd have to say Steve Carell. Yeah. But, boy, Steve Carell just... That, that's because... Mishagos, he wanted to go... Stuff. He wanted to do the movie thing. And, he, and the movie thing nowadays is not... Not a TV's game. better. It, TV is is, you know, is better. TV's Steve. better. And he d- Steve's he's done so many like. Come on, Steve. It's better. Serious. Steve. Serious. You need to wake up. I well, mean, although, most people that consume entertainment know John this. Krasinski's in that scary movie that's out in theaters right now. Quiet. Yeah, quiet I know. Movie. He was on that uh, what that UK talk show, the real so, pop- popular one. Jenna Fisher hasn't done shit. Pam. Hey, she you was know, in Walk Hard. Uh, so this show, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You you've got the you know the the, the the Jim and Pam love will they won't they love saga, and you've got Michael just sort of pushing probably 
the rest of the show along. You've got those. And Michael and, and Dwight. That's how it starts. Dwight and Angela was. That's later, though. Dwight is very. It wasn't that much into the show that they started, like, hooking up. So there's only, like, four different plots. You Like, it's it's the Jim and Pam of it all. You got Dwight and Michael, whatever Michael's got going on. It's usually they're all their love affairs. Are in, and that's, that's, there's not like a. The central thrust of the show is Jim and Pam, I yeah. guess. But I wouldn't say that they're for the, characters. The, I guess, yeah. How is it that that is the central thrust of the story of that show, pretty much through the whole thing? But they're not the stars. Michael and Dwight end up being the stars. I th- I feel like I feel when you watch that show, you're watching generally for Dwight and Mike for for Michael. I watch for stuff. Jim and Pam. I, I watch for I watched for Michael. Yeah, I get vaguely frustrated but, with Jim and Pam after a certain point. Yeah, I did too. And then the last two seasons, the fact they were about Jim and Pam, too, was a little much for me. I think that's part of it. Mostly what turned me I, on. Like, I agree with oh you. man. We're like, on the same page there. Okay. The, second, the, the last two seasons of that show famously are about them having marital troubles and him not being happy. Especially. And having like a weird relation. This is, and, and here's the thing. Last, I, this is the last season, last by the season. way. The, yeah. things I, the thing I like that I, that I, I didn't hate. That some people hated was when they showed the camera crew, when they involved the cam, the quote unquote, uh, our eyes into the sh- into this office, which was the camera crew. Pam, and they, and they are you okay? They established that they have a room, and it's just a long running documentary that they've been doing, and and yeah, and Pam, and they've formed relationships with the with the camera crew, which I didn't hate. I thought it was clever, especially for a last season. But I thought that the fact that it was about Pam and Jim possibly, bra- I'm like, we listen, dude. You spent like almost, almost of a decade getting these two people together. We don't want to sit here week by week and watch them possibly break up. I That's, disagree. I don't want that. I didn't I want did. that. I wanted. I, there were so many other great characters on that show. The last two seasons could have been about someone else's. They were thing. I like what's her name, uh, the one that's in Breakable Kimmy Schmidt now, the red redhead. Aaron. I thought they could have done a lot more with Aaron. I they could have done a lot more with Aaron. They fucked up. the relationship between uh, Michael and Aaron that they only barely get to kind of scrape around on, which is like he's like a father to her because she she's like a a him, just kind of a dopey. They screwed but, up Andy's character. In the last season, especially he should last two boss. seasons, he shouldn't have been. He became a complete boss. irredeemable. Asshole. Are we jumping around too much? We might be jumping around too much. Let's let's uh, reset the button. Reset, and reset. we're gonna start let's with our questions in our format. Ratings, yeah. We're gonna get anchored, folks. We're gonna get anchored. And by the way, hey, the Justin. show the show was a 2005 to 2013 FYI uh, NBC, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I give this show an eight point four, eight point five out of ten. Uh, it is my th- fourth highest rated comedy. Yeah, fourth highest rated comedy in my in my list, below How I Met Your Mother, Friends, and It's Always Sunny. Uh, I don't know. I I love the show. It's my go to background show. Parks and Rec is my go to background show. Like it got re- this got replaced by Parks and Rec when Parks and Rec finished up, and I'm like, yeah, that's a, it's a better show for me. Now, where did I put Parks and Rec? Up above. Okay, so yeah, that one's. A, dude, I didn't say that one. So I, this is my fifth 
highest rated comedy. So Parks and Rec is higher than the show. And I've only seen that for show twice. Us, for all of us. Because it is a better show. It is. But I love The Office. Um, I never, I don't get tired of watching it. Uh, the Office only makes you love, love, tops, three or four characters. Parks and Rec the, makes you love fucking everybody on The show. Office evokes an emotional response from me every time I watch it. Certain moments in the show just hit the right spot. And I'm like, okay, this is it. This, And uh, like I said, I've re- I just rewatched it probably for the sixth time. And Very I, rewatchable. And I enjoyed it the whole way through. I enjoy se- season the last two seasons as well. Just as much as the rest of the show. Wow. And that's, that latter part, what he just said, is bold. That's all I'll say. That's bold to say that. Because I think... I mean, to I, say you enjoyed them all equally, really? Yeah. Even that last season? Mm-hmm. Wow. I really like that season. Wow. Wow. <laughs> because okay. it gives it gives Jim and Taylor, Pam. When was last? Did you you only watched them one time through? Right? Boom. Last two I can burn you here. I just watched uh, a lot of that last season like two or three months ago because Stephanie was watching it and I I actually came out of that thinking I liked the second to the last season a lot more than that last season. There's a big difference between those two seasons to me. I actually enjoyed the prior season and I coming into it I I thought I was going to hate both of them and I was like no I there's a lot of funny shit. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of good in that second both to last of those, season. Both of those seasons have a lot of good. They do. Well let's let's go back. If I'll we're go to talking my, about my, shows, my rating, my rating. My rating or Evan you want to go? Go ahead. Go go ahead. Okay. My rating was uh, What I was going to say about the last season though. Okay. Is that it gave Jim and Pam more depth, and I liked that about it. I just like the depth they added with acknowledging the camera crew. That's something Parks and Rec never did. Like, acknowledge the people they turn and look at. You know what I mean? It, it basically made them like made us feel like they aren't the perfect couple. They do have problems. Why do they I need that? Also, Why do I need to see they that, They did though? it in a way that made you... I know It was I the whole that. thing where Jim had a business and stuff, right? Like Yeah, he, he went off to it work. It made or- Jim look like a fucking dick. It did. For a while well, there, it, it made Pam look sweet and scared and vulnerable, and it made yep. him look like an insensitive dickhole. I didn't like where they took the characters. Now, they could have done. It wasn't the fact they did a potential breakup, rocky relationship, but making Jim look so shitty. But was but was, the way he came back was. I'm doing totally, this for you, yeah, Pam. Totally, I'm doing this for you, Pam. And I didn't tell you about it, but I'm doing it for you. And on and on and she on. Agreed I agreed to it. No, he hid it from her for a True, while. But he then, hid it from her. The, I remember. But then they talked about it, and she agreed. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of pressure <laughs> on a couple after they've he's already accepted. I and know, then but kids and you stuff. know they they wanted to extend it. They wanted to give it a, a finale. They wanted to extend the show. They had to figure out something to put in there. To <laughs> that do. doesn't mean I'm going to give it the thumbs up. It's <laughs> because they. But like I said, the last couple of like the last two or three episodes of the last season. Absolutely, and I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board Super with that. Good. All right, so Taylor, your rating. Um, my rating was a 8.4. 8.4, mm-hmm. that's respectable. I don't know where that is on the comedy. I guess it's rank four for me or something because I got Always Sunny, Parks and Rec, and Rick and Morty, right, above it? Yeah. So it's fourth. And, uh, yeah, it's an excellent show. It's got that, it's got this rating for me because it is my go to comedy for being able to what belly Taylor, laugh. What is Taylor's name? When, when we're talking about, uh, 
It fell off towards the end. The first four seasons are simply classic comedy. And it did fall off some. It didn't become horrible. Yeah. Let me say that right off the bat, that I don't think that the last two seasons probably deserve as much hate as they get, even no, though not, I've alluded to a lot of it. Nearly as much It's hate. not like terrible. It's the problem is, is it fell off some for me. And those early seasons, as I was about to say, like seasons one through five, I've rewatched those five seasons, six seasons for like six, seven times, some of that stuff. Do you want proof? It makes me laugh every time. I'm talking belly laugh. There is a difference between Parks and Rec laughing for me versus The Office. The Office has these moments where I'm like, I can't breathe. And then Parks and Rec has a a few moments like, okay, go ahead, Evan. If you want proof that like num- numerical proof that those two seasons don't you don't hate them as much as other stuff, think of some of the other shows below this that had seasons you didn't like and how far it dropped like what uh, X-Files. Look at what it did to X-Files. Look at what it did to um what well, X-Files I'm it, trying to think of another I know we just did one where it was like the last season or last two seasons were kind of her it's true and blood. It dra- true blood dragged that you It can but like it doesn't didn't in this do that no. cuz how much higher would that be say they did two seasons on equal with 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 the with the third to last Or say they had stopped the show and Michael left Yeah would it be that much higher than an 8.4 8.5 Well it is It a, wouldn't for me It is a comedy um, and that's in that what I'm, why I'm saying that is because for a comedy and how I rate a comedy, I think of it a little differently. Yeah. And I can say, oh, the last two seasons weren't that good, but guess what? The rest of it, I mean, some of it's the best, funniest shit. Yeah. So how am I supposed to say those last two seasons ruin a great six seasons that are incredible? You know, I, I can't well, do and it. The phenomenon we're talking about is network TV's tendency to have stuff run real long. Like you the X Files, the X Files. Yeah. I mean, they, season nine think of the X Files. Any network show, they awful. usually go Grey's Anatomy as, as long or farther than they should, or, or you know what I mean. Like, yeah. even shows we like, like this, it's like you're just watching it go again and again. They're trying to milk it like a Simpsons or a Law and Order or a whatever, and it's like some shows just need to be look at because look what do we say five or six seasons. Five to seven seasons is for most shows is all I all you need. Absolutely, five I agree. to seven seasons, and going maybe, beyond that is not. Maybe one more than that if it's special. Yeah, but the I, sweet- and, and then the rare exception where it's like it can just kind of keep going sometimes, like The Simpsons or like comedy or procedurals or whatever. But well, not all comedy. I know, like, no, I know, you know, I know. Like I know we're but, saying The Office, Parks and Rec, but, there's cert- certain shows that aren't. I think that genre lends itself a little better to forgiveness or episodic shows like The X-Files versus mm-hmm. like True Blood, which has strong continuity in those last seasons taint it more, in my opinion. Or same thing with but then sometimes Sons, of, Anar- Sons like, of Anarchy tainted that last season and what happened definitely had a huge effect of how I felt about the overall show in earlier seasons. But yeah. Yeah. I, I just I, I look at the office and I, I, it, it, my statement has always been at a certain point, uh, third to last season, Michael Scott, and Steve Carell, uh, his the girl that he kind of met. It's, it's a great storyline, Michael and Holly. Holly, and and she has to move back to take care of her parents, and he just, he to, and in kind of a way of showing that he loves her, 
more than he loves the office and all the people he worked with, which is a lot, he left. And a very touching goodbye with Pam, and it was great. A lot of people said that's where it should have stopped. That's where, zoop, you know, or, you know, maybe have that be a mid-season or in near the mid-in-season wrap-up, Jim and Pam wrap-up everybody. It was mid-season. Like, they should, you know, they, they could have wrapped up everything and then, then stopped. But it's they didn't. so sad when it happens to me. <laughs> now, but this is where we get, like I said, Goodbye. some situational, <laughs> the, all the new bosses, James Spader, Idris Elba. Agreed. There's, I mean, there's there something, were some. There's some great material some that they did there. Ridiculously funny stuff. Agreed. I there agree was a peri- like, big period where, you know, Jim and Pam were just buddy married people rating. pooping around. I gave it an 8.45. Um, it's arranged by mine, so it's yeah. my 18th show. It's oh. it's all of our 18th show. Wow, go go us! Wow, oh, wow, 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 wow! wow. wow. I'm like we're all I'm wow. right there in the middle, huh? Wow, oh, wow, wow! There's a symmetry to that. That's great. Oh, wow, wow, oh, wow! Hey, wow! Oh, wow! This is your fourth wow. high, fourth highest rated comedy wow. as well. Oh, why do we have Iron Man? Parks and Rec? Oh, wow. So, wow. Oh, Rick and Morty. That's a, that's a good show. I, I like the show. I'm not a big fan of the fans, though. It's yeah. always sunny as well. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, Evan. Twin Peaks, if you look at it in a certain way. Wow. So, okay, Evan, you gave it an eight. That's a strong rating. It's it's it's, it's a staple. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I and people, well, why isn't it higher? I don't know. Don't like it as much as par- you know. You look at the, the the comedies above it, Parks and Rec, which I I love. I just finished. Would you again. Would you agree? And, Go ahead. I'm and sorry. Rick and Morty, which I also just loved to death. And it's always sunny in Fi- and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Going Damn. down. I just You're, it's going down, a, isn't a it? A little yeah. bit. It's going down for me too. A little, a little bit. bit. Turn down a little bit. It's it's a little much to say. It's that and Parks and Rec might go up. Would you agree that part? There are are some big changes would, coming would to you, the spreadsheet. Would you agree that some of the objective factors, such as writing and things like that, were tighter in Parks and Rec, which made it an overall better like I production, said, just a if, better show? If, objectively, if the Office, like aside the from office, that first, the season. Office Max makes you love like three people: Jim, Pam, and Michael. Dwight and maybe Dwight if you've got it. Everyone else is just sort of floating. Are, are jokes? They're mostly. There would probably be Creed's, people that disagree with. There you are there. characters that walk around that are most that are just gags. Creed's a gag for most of the show. Uh, uh, Kelly and 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 B. Ryan Novak. Ryan are ga- are a gag. Um, uh, 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 I like them though. The, the yeah. Toby. That, that's Toby, one of my favorite. Toby's little... a gag. Like a, a like a joke that you tell Toby, with that character, you know what Toby's I'm trying to say. Toby's a toilet. <laughs> Angela is cats. Uh, uh, Kevin is dumb. Oscar's gay, and that is about as far as a lot of them go for like most of that show. Phyllis and yes, Stanley. Yes, they start doodling around with their a little black, bit, a little but not- bit, but like Stanley's just mm-hmm, the whole show. That's all he does is I'm ready to go home, and that's it. <laughs> Parks and Rec, like the even the no, Stan, background. Stanley had the did. affairs. You, I know, but that when did that come in? Later. Later. No. Was no. that later? Michael Scott 
outed his affair. Yeah, I know that, but I thought it was like a five or six Michael Scott uh, season no. five. It was that early? But you know what I'm trying to... That, season four? You know what I'm trying to say. That oh, not wow. all the characters I think were you, as developed. I think you're right, I think. The office lean... right around when Pam got pregnant the first time. They lean on Jim and Pam. They lean on, on the Jim and Pam romance, and that's a lot of that show in the beginning. And, they, and, and, uh, you know, and then after that, you got Michael and uh, the, her, his boss. Then you got Michael Jan. and Holly. Then you got Dwight and Angela. It's a lot of like girlfriend boyfriend stuff, but not to say the Parks and Rec in the same way. Oh, it, Parks yeah. and Rec has. Oh, There's a, literally a whole period of, of that show where Anne just dates around, and that's the that's the gag. Uh, but I don't know. I just think the Parks and Rec has more endearing characters. Makes you love a lot of different characters. Anne was uh, Anne's the actress that also was on The Office, right? Yeah, Rashida, Jim's- Rashida Jones. See, I. I agree that Parks and Rec developed characters better than The Office. Better characters. Just better. I mean, more better characters. We would get there when we get to Parks and Rec, but I actually think Anne is probably one of the more two-dimensional characters in that show. After you watch her for the whole thing, you get... There's nothing much to her. That's... I'm sorry. There's just... No, I agree. There's a lot of... She's more like an office character. Well, her her gags are are usually combined with with Leslie. That's when she's usually... On the screen is when she's the deepest part yeah. of Anne is Leslie's friendship. With every her. everyone yeah, else, yeah, everyone that's what else, makes Anne special. She's Leslie's favorite person, and what Leslie defi- loves everybody. What defines Anne is who she's going out with at the time on that show. But yeah. they seriously, she changes. But, but they made that. I know, part but of her thing. I know. I don't like it. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting way off topic here. Uh, All right, forget who the she office. In the she's in the office too. She's also who? what's his name, uh, Quincy Jones' daughter. That's who Rashida that. Jones is, yeah. She's Quincy Jones' daughter. Who's your favorite character? In The Office? I <laughs> yes, we're I not. already know. <laughs> I already know. We're not doing... Who is my favorite character? Who we spent this whole time talking about is the show was ruined whenever he left. Wasn't was ru- it? ruined. <laughs> but that's... Can I go if Evan can't yep. decide? It's Michael Scott. For My, me. Michael Scott. I mean, I can't. I can't just no. sit here and tell y'all that you it's know not. What? I'm gonna go Dwight. Dwight's fascinating. In the world that Dwight gets my John Dog. Because no, so somebody else gets my John Dog. <laughs> no, let me. I'll think about the John Dog. Jim Halpert. So go ahead. You talk about Dwight then. I, I the mythos they start to build around him. The kind of person he is. It, he's like. He's like a family member and like like he's like he Leatherface could have been in their basement and we wouldn't have been super shocked at a certain point. You know what I mean? Right. Like they could be the, the, the family upstairs to to a monster in the basement. But like Dwight didn't have to but, work in an office. He, he had he a just, sixty acre beet farm. He just did it like so many inexplicable things and Rain Wilson just did such a weird Yeah, he did a great great character. Love Battlestar Galactica. And he's a complete nerd. He's good with bears. money. He's good with Battle money. He eventually buys the building. He becomes the, the landlord. The 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 <laughs> in the war the the stuff he would like. Yes, that Jim would do to him, but the weird the the links that Dwight would go to fuck with Jim, and the and snowball fight. <laughs> how intense he would he would yeah. something about Dwight when he would get like. Like warrior spirit about something and super too intense for what everyone else is doing. An example, and it's one of my favorite scenes in the whole show, is uh, they were talking about time wasting and, and ethics and stuff. And this is when Holly was there. And uh, uh, Jim was like, oh, so you haven't stolen any company time? You don't waste time? 
you know, take any personal time. And he's sitting there with a stopwatch. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, a yawn, three seconds. And he's like, what? And then he's like, and he, he starts talking back and forth. Oh, you can you can time me? You can time me? He's like, personal conversation, 15 seconds. <laughs> and then, so the rest of like the show, Dwight's like working and, and trying not to like, yeah. and he's like peeing in a, in a bottle and That's he, good. and he sneezes with his eyes open and he's still working. And then Jim has that conversation with Andy where he's like, so did you, uh, did you watch Battlestar Galactica last night? And, uh, Andy's like, no, was it, is it good? <laughs> and he's like, it really isn't. <laughs> and 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 he's like, is it is it like a is it different from the original? He's like, actually, it's a shot for shot remake. And Dwight's sitting there like <laughs> like holding his breath and crumpling paper. He's so annoyed. It's like my favorite moment in the show. It's good. Oh, it's oh, hilarious. And anytime they visit his farm, and Moe's is like running around like a weird ferret person. Like I just I I did. That's great. Yeah, he yeah he. I think him. But it's also, it's him in conjunction with Jim, him in conjunction with Michael, those three bouncing off of each other, and the chemistry. Good good chemistry there. Specifically, John Krasinski and Rain Wilson and and Steve Carell. The three of them just. All three of our favorite characters. Just like they flibbity flab with each other and the jokes that they. Really? Yours is Jim? A lot of the improv they do. Wow. Wow! Oh, wow! You like wow. Uh, quiet, quiet guy, but it's a good, good choice. A lot of, a lot of good dry jokes, kind of like a Bob Hope type. Yeah, I get it. Wow! Wow! Hey guys, it's me, Owen Wilson. Oh, wow! 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 Oh wow! There's two different types of Owen Wilson. Wow! There's like the wow he would do. Wow! In a Wes Anderson movie, which is more like oh wow. Oh, wow! Look at that! Wow! Not up front. Now, if he's doing like a a raunchy comedy. Wow. Oh wow. It's like he's doing it, he's like <laughs> yep. he's doing an impression of himself. <laughs> oh wow. 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 Your room's bigger. Wow. But the, oh, oh I'm in a West Anderson movie. Oh wow. Oh wow. Hey Jason Silverman, how's it going? Oh wow. Look at that range he has. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> my nose is broken, so it makes my face look interesting. That's why I'm an actor. Wow. Oh wow. My, if I fixed my nose, I wouldn't get any work. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. My brother's more talented <laughs> than me. Neat. Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, gosh. Good old Luke. Uh, just so y'all know, if you ever go to YouTube, just look up Owen Wilson Wow and you'll you'll see if it. Any supercut of like, oh, like yeah. we were saying that, I don't know if we were saying this on the podcast no, we were just together, no, but like there's a supercut of, uh, I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> and a supercut of, um, it's showtime. It's showtime. That one. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you want to have the deepest, Bone chillingest douche chills you've ever felt in your life. <laughs> you, yeah. Find the supercut from movies of the line It's showtime. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's 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 you think it's a common c- statement in real life, it's not. No one's ever said that. Uh and if they have, I, I do sarcastically. They, they, they they're doing they're doing either doing it sarcastically or they're an, an asshole. That actually connects back to the office because there's a showtime. there's a scene. I think where, the, where they're at a conference and Michael's like, okay, on three, it's showtime. And then Jim's like, I'm not doing that. And then they start walking away. He's like, it's showtime. And he's, <laughs> and Michael's like, I, I oh, <laughs> <sighs> showtime. It's showtime. So you want to go next, Justin, talk about Jim? Jim's your favorite character? Yeah. Uh, all the pranks he pulled there, they were so clever and so funny as in the like his relationship with Pam. I just, I his go look, gaga. His over. looks to the camera. Yeah, those the looks are definitely one of the, the stronger points. The timing of every yeah, 
his facial expressions say so much without saying anything. Well, and he was actually in a movie called Aloha with Bradley Cooper. I don't know if you ever saw it. Probably not. No. Nope. But in the movie, <laughs> nope. He doesn't talk. It's all about his facial expressions in the movie. He wasn't like a, the star character, but he played a big part in the movie just with his expressions. Hmm. This whole time I've been doing gym faces. It's really good for a podcast. <laughs> but uh, no, I just I like his I like his depth. I like I like the cut of his jib. Everything about his character I like. It's a well cut jib. You know, from jib, the from jim? the start of the show, he wanted more for himself. Jim jib. From he he wasn't satisfied. He was wasn't he? satisfied. So he found a, a way to to. He know, was also one of the characters that was more. He was kind of the regular guy. Yeah. To an extent, he was very relatable. Kind of gave the audience an anchor because Dwight right. is yeah, kind of yeah, weird. Man. Michael's freaking weird. Yeah. Pam wants pretty normal, but quiet. Roy. Jim and, Jim and Pam are like the quiet. Roy's very Oh, I love Roy. I love Roy. <laughs> no. Roy. Roy. Yeah, Roy. See, folks, in the first few seasons of The Office, uh, Jim has unquieted love for Pam. And Pam is engaged to Roy. Who works in the warehouse downstairs. Roy. Good old Roy. So, anyway, you done? Yeah. Or, okay, so I'll round it out. Michael Scott. Best character on the show for me. <laughs> Which says a lot because, um, I mean, he's the silliest, meanest, most annoying at times character but well, he's hilarious being able to stitch together the fact he's, he's a child with what a, a child. what a nice man he is that, was, that that speaks to steve carell's talent it sucks that no studio has figured out how to his, utilize his, his heart is definitely good but i mean well, it's the same he's sort of got flip, it's the same sort of issues. trick they play on you with ron swanson and parks and Rec. i hate i mean i think it's it's pretty speaks these shows are very similar. Like, if you like one, there's a good chance you're going to like the other because it's the same sort of perspective. It's perspective we need to note. There's not many other shows that have done it. The sort of faux documentary mm-hmm. style where characters, it's are, good. characters are looking at the camera going, eh? Which, yeah. by the way, The Office deserves a bunch of credit right off kind the of bat for pushing that in America. Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't if – you, if you're going to speak about how good The American Office is, you can't not I know. credit – that's Ricky, why I, I was. He created the whole. I was thing. very specific, though. I said yeah. into American audiences because the UK office uh, did not appeal. Like I was saying, like, like Nick Offerman, the way he uh, he presents Ron Swanson, you don't immediately like him, and you if you knew him in real life, you can't say that if you knew him in real life, you'd like him. He's a fucking asshole. But you, but the the ability of the, of the him just like Steve Carell to kind of there are those moments where you can tell he's he's kind and that's the only re- way that show floats because the first season i didn't watch i don't like the first season of the first season is a park and parks and rec is it's also very deal. very very I, rough. I jumped through because there were characters but you know it what takes a, they it didn't takes a have season for a show like that to find they didn't have ben and chris but it's a far less silly show in the beginning the parks yeah, and rec is. is a is a, it's that first scene with her clearing out the drunk from the slide. The reason that I can watch the first season of The Office is because there's only six episodes. You just get right through it, right. and then you're 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 there. You need it for the context, yeah. and we have to. You got to watch it. But, but it's all because Michael Scott's not right. His hair's not right. His hair's definitely the way he not right. Acts isn't right. 
the way he presents he's just he's so mean and there's no silver lining to the character in season one very awkward a little more awkward more humor. awkward and more mean. kind of mean yep i didn't like and, and none of the background characters really meant anything it was literally just a bubble with the four main right. cast members and yeah. everyone and, uh, and that was it but see so michael scott the main reason though he's my favorite character is because he just he makes me laugh so much and the synergy that he has between Dwight with Dwight Jim. and Jim. Once again, these three characters that we're picking, in my opinion, are the core of the show. You can pick which core, which part of the core you like the best. But what's your favorite I, Michael moment? I don't know. I always go back to that. I don't know why that scene where with he, the kids, the 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 Michael Scott's kid. What was it? it was Scott's tots. Scott's tots. Hey, Michael Scott. <laughs> What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Make our dreams come true. And hey, it's, my- and it's, and it, I, that might be one of the most awkward moments on the What show. about d- a dating Mike? I'm date Mike. Date Mike. Nice to meet me. You got date Mike. You got when Michael dropped to the floor when he was in at Holly's thing and was crawling in front of everybody. I mean, there's a lot of moments with Michael where I'm laughing I, a lot. I, oh, where he was talking to AJ and he just like this right. crumbles up. This has nothing to do with Michael Scott. Yeah. That scene gets but, me every time. <laughs> The one scene on that show. That was weird, huh? (laughs) Yeah. That scene gets me every time. It's hilarious in my opinion. Michael aside, and and he's not even my my dog or my favorite character, but the scene in that show, I mean, cut me, just made me laugh more than anything on in the show, I think. Is Kevin dropping his the chili? His chili. The chili. Wasn't it a post credits thing no, too? It or was, was it in the show? It was Kevin, the, the big fat. It was dumb before guy, the intro theme. It was the was bringing in his famous chili, and so immediately they're setting it up. This poor dope that wants so bad for people to like him and wants to do good is bringing in his famous chili, and he's talking. And about by the looks of it, it was good. It wasn't shitty, and then he spills it on the floor. He's, no, the the whole time is like a narration of him talking about his chili and how he <laughs> yeah. how much time it goes into preparing it and all he has to do. And the whole time you're watching this, you're watching him spill it and take some trays and try to scoop it back into the pot. It's just all over the carpet. And he slips and falls in it. Oh, I just and it's the most basic of comedy <laughs> yep. trope, but it was the fact that he was ta- the. It wouldn't have been funny if it was just him rolling around in his chili. The fact that they have him lovingly talking about what he does <laughs> yeah. to make this chili, and they've and you know, and it's established he's kind of a dummy, well, but he's very sweet. The noises. and was bringing it in to share it with his with his with his with his workmates, and it's just, and the, the watching him slide that like it's a bunch of paper or something, and try to push it back. It's into like the a, pot. a tray, like a just paper tray. Sl- I don't know what it is about and it. The, the noises, the noises that he makes oh. when he's he's, just, oh, <laughs> he's so like sad, like sad and freaked out, and 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 I just there's oh. there's another Kevin scene that makes me just laugh every time, and it's when it's Halloween, so he's dressed as Michael Moore, and he's talking to Gabe about something, and it's an episode where Daryl went over Michael's head, <laughs> and he thinks that Kevin is going over his head and talking to Gabe. And he makes him cry. And he's like, you think I would do this again? You think I would? He's just so... <laughs> you got to give the office credit for one thing. It, 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 you know, we talk about Parks and Rec. Just between us, how they added, successfully added new characters, Ben and Chris. Mm-hmm. The office, I mean, uh, um, what's his name? Daryl? Is it Daryl? The guy from the... The warehouse. The warehouse guy. Yeah. Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson's character. Him... Uh, Gabe, Andy, 
Right. Um, Rashida Jones character for a little while. Um, they, so like four or five characters they, they, Aaron. they, Aaron, they, Aaron, <laughs> they added that, that, ref, that did give that show some legs. They had to like, make up for Michael. Some room. You know, one of my, I know we're going on it. This will be just one last tangent on Jim, the prank where he throws the phone up into the, uh, the ceiling. <laughs> And it has that call. It has Andy's uh, that he recorded his 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 music. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good. That was a good meme. Good moment. Uh, well, because Andy, he punches the wall. That was the. T- it was just all built to a head where Dwight wasn't working there. He's working at Staples, <laughs> and Michael just like you know the whole thing. And Andy was just annoying the crap out of Jim. Yeah. Oh, he's got a big so tuna. Much. He's got like him on a reel. <laughs> what's, yeah. what's the next, here, next question? Let's see what the... the what's your favorite thing about The Office? Ahead, For bro. me, it's what we just... These moments, moments stick with you that in every time you rewatch the show, you get it, you experience it like it's the first time almost. They're just funny. I mean, it's just yeah. perfectly... A lot of perfectly executed just comedy moments it's were a, it's a good mix for me it's a good mix of comedy and like heartfelt emotions like emotional moments for me it's just a good balance of both i have to say the perspective that third that faux documentary documentary perspective because it wouldn't there's no other way to do that show that's my favorite objective feature about the show for yeah. sure and the fact that ed and parks and rec both utilize that 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 look has anything else tried to do it? I'm pretty the, sure the Mindy Project. I think didn't they do that? No, it's more of a just straight shot show. Because I watched that a little bit with Max. Aren't we missing something? Then something had to have. Okay. Because even like I want to, you know, because and I'm trying to think. None of the it. like Superstore or any of those shows didn't do that. No, Superstore's pretty straight. I'm talking like where people will you like here's the camera and look at it. Yeah. No. no. I can't think of anything. Hmm. It's a, it's a risky thing to do because then you immediately there's no sense. Well, because you, you know that two shows have done it and really well, so it's it'd be hard to recreate that. But yeah, I that perspective yeah. due to the fact that that both it and and Parks and Rec utilize it to such great effect and so many funny moments from you know I would say the two the the gym look of of Parks and Rec would have to be Tom. Oh yeah, Tom like. I like that big open smile and looking at the camera like, hey, something worked out. Like that, that. I don't know. Ben Ben has a few really good camera look at scenes as well. When we get to Parks and Rec, Ben is my favorite character. I'll spoiler. Ben's my favorite. (laughs) Adam Scott's my fucking favorite. One of my favorite people. Uh, Yeah. Just Adam Scott's the best. Everything Adam Scott's ever done. (laughs) Sorry. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, who gets your John Doggett award? Creed, <laughs> Creed. Oh, Due to the, like, his sto- okay, his story there's a few, there's a few char- the, the background characters of the Office. Some of them are, just use their real names. Angela's real name is Angela. You know, uh, uh, anyway, Creed. Uh, Creed, <laughs> the man is like a folk singer, weirdo, hippie. He's killed people. He's as no, I'm talking the real man. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Is a he's weird so folk singer weirdo. Like he's a weirdo, and they hired him, and they just made him him, and then they built out his. 
like one of the other funniest moments on that show when Creed for a minute becomes the boss and has Uday Hussein's desk in it, and everyone's like, "How did he get Uday Hussein's well, well, desk?" Yeah, one of my like it's that shit. One like, of my favorite Creed moments is is when Jordan is like the she's kind of the gopher girl that uh, that someone hired, and uh, she <laughs> she's in his office and he's like, "Tell me what language this is," and he just goes. <laughs> He's indescribably weird. Yeah, he's very weird. Like uh, uh, when when Dwight, what was it? He was trying to identify pot. And he's uh, like, "What is this?" And, and Creed's just like, uh, "That is a uh, white rabbit sativa or whatever." Yeah. And 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 when, when Dwight's like, "Wrong." No, he's like, "No, it's marijuana." <laughs> just like the life they hint at that Creed leads is so bizarre. Like. We always say the Doggett Club Award, the dog, the John Doggett Award can mean different things. Like sometimes it's something you really like, sometimes it's something you really hate. This time it's just sure is something. Creed is the weirdest, consistently weirdest part of that show. Well, small, like it's very he, small. He comes in for Halloween, just covered weird. in blood, and he's like, "Oh, it's Halloween. That's lucky." Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like, what I mean. He's a murderer. Stuff, and that stuff. Like that. I I watched a video on uh, throughout the whole show. There's references to this murderer, the Scranton Strangler. Right. The show takes place in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, and there's lots of fan. Th- and, and one of the characters on the show, Toby, the human resources guy, is a juror on, on, the, on the show. Right. Uh, on, the, on the case. And he's real proud of it. There's like fan theories of that the Scranton Strangler is in the office. Some people say it's Creed. Some people say it's Jim. I can, I can see it being Creed. Some people like there. There are some strong theories about Jim being the Scranton Strangler. No, I don't so, buy it. So you have to really read into it. For oh, that. I'd love that show even more. If they like <laughs> went back and did like a video that did, that, that exposed that. Oh, I would. I would and Pam's all sad. Uh, <laughs> it could very easily be Creed, though. But yeah, The Office. I mean, it was, at and it end. came along at a time. What what shows were? It was probably one of the. Was NBC coming out of a slump? No, they had Will and Grace and shit. No, but 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 it it changed. It, it helped it, define it opened, NBC as comedy, and it was a risk. It was a risky show. Mm-hmm. It was it was a it was an adaptation of something British, which doesn't always fly. Not everybody was well known and, in that show when and, it came out. And, I mean, he, well, John Krasinski was nobody. Rainn Wilson mean, was nobody. Steve was, Carell was just fresh off the Daily Show. Like right. they were that was it was a show of no ones. Yep. And it, it's wildly it, it, successful. Heroes was on at that time. Scrubs. A, a scrub, okay. Well, it had some stuff, but I mean, it was a it was a giant hit. It was one of those shows that they then started putting stuff, bef- new stuff before yeah. and after to kind of, hey, watch this other stuff. My name is Earl. Oh. Thirty Rock. Um, that kind of no, no, not really. It was just kind of it was filmed. It wasn't really that perspective. My that, John Doggett award goes to great show Thirty Rock. You two should totally fucking watch it. <laughs> my, th- my John Doggett award goes to that sounded like John Doggett. Toby, really? Toby, God, he annoyed the crap out of me the whole time. Like I know why Michael hated him. <laughs> Yep, that's that's about the extent of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yours, Taylor. God, I was gonna say Creed. After I thought about it more, 
it's hard for me not to say Creed because the truth is is no you could who it would be, who would have been my close second Ryan. Would, Ryan and yes yeah exactly and I was gonna say that uh, basically Dwight would get it if it was like my second favorite character probably yeah but that's not the way I'm doing the dog at war this time so. The moments with Ryan where he's, you know, doing invest weird and side investment stuff and has And it always woof, seems wrong. Woof, yeah, or perfect. Fucked up and he's right. always so mean to poor Kelly. So basically I would actually I I'll t- I'll say Ryan because honestly every it's just the same with Creed. Only you get more of Ryan yeah. than you get with Creed. Every time I'm looking for that scene with him, even though he's not my favorite character, he's definitely interesting as hell. He abandoned his child. The advantage he's like freaking on cocaine. His thing with the relationship he has with uh with K- Kelly. Kelly. Uh, wow, what a relationship! <laughs> Mindy Kaling's great in that show. Yeah, too. she like, is. She, it, the where they they had BJ was, BJ Novak and her. The chemistry. Yeah, they, they had ridiculous, perfect, ridiculous. Every it was, and it only built like at the beginning. She it, Mindy Kaling's character Kelly in the beginning of the show was very hey quiet. Another it was just that first remember that joke where where Mike they're doing the like ethnicities yes. on the head right and he and for some and <laughs> Kelly, Kelly got Indian yep. and he was dun, 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 and she slaps the shit out of him yep like, oof but um it, 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 she, her character develops into something. It's almost like she was building the character she eventually played on her own show. Kind of she was it was her you know it was just her. So that was that's all the side characters on that. She because she was a writer too of some. some I of think the stuff. her and and yeah. and B J Novak. B J Novak was a producer. On, were producers and writers on yeah. the show. They're young. That yeah, the background characters were mi- a mixture of randos and the writers. That's, yeah, that's a good, it's, it's good, a good, good show. The it's good way to build a cast. It's an definitely a different way to, yeah. and it worked. It was like Evan said. It was a big risk. It was a new style. Mm-hmm. You know, would will people accept this documentary style yeah. in America? They didn't know, and Michael, then they had a bunch of no names. Michael doing it. going down to the fucking uh, warehouse. What's up, guys? Always very like, <laughs> what's up, my brother? Like when he does the basketball and he challenges him to a, a match. <laughs> God bless. There's so many great, great. Episodes of in that the show. beginning. In addition, Jim's like to, the only one that can play yeah. from. The, in addition to Craig Robinson, when Patrice O'Neill was on the show for a mm-hmm. little while, as one yep. of the guys down in the office. Very short, but like anytime he, he had a line or something, it was always well delivered and really yeah. funny. Damn it, Michael! <laughs> Rest in peace, Patrice O'Neill. Poor guy. Ugh, so funny. So, do y'all want to change your ratings? Organize mine again. Here we go. Let's see what's doing on the, the old spreadle, spreadle, doodle, doodle. So the. Spreadle, doop, 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 doop. While we're doing this. You know what? You know what? I'll leave it right where it's at. <laughs> it's perfect. 8.45. <laughs> so the things right below it The Expanse, which y'all should both watch. Uh, the Sopranos, which might go down at some point with me, and Walking Dead below that, because I feel like I should have Walking Dead above Sopranos. Uh, and above it, I have Vikings, uh, which is fucking great. Uh, and then it starts right into like my top 16, which is what I, I call kind of holy territory, starting with X-Files, going up in Parks and Rec and Firefly and Star Trek. Ooh, The Wire, that's something I need to drop. We can do that oh. when we do the wire. Yeah, don't touch it yet. That. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a few shows on here that are 
controversial uh, as far as how we feel about it between the three of us. And The Wire is one where I don't slob its knob as hard as most people seem to. I've never been inspired to watch it again. Not even a little bit. Well, like I was good. I have it up in the eights. It's great. But every time I think it's like Breaking Bad, I'm like, I'm not going to sit through that. It's again. not nearly as dark as Breaking Bad, in my opinion. Do you want to change your rating, Taylor? Uh, No. I'm, I'm very much. Uh, I like the symmetry. You said that it's all of our 18th show. I don't think any of us can change it. That's kismet. <laughs> Office season 183% RT, not rated till season 5, 83%, 75 season 6, 100% season 7, 33% season 8, 83% season 9. That sounds a little, all a little, little. Because there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of critics doing it. Uh, the overall is 76% on RT. 89% audience score, IMDb ratings 8.8 out of 10. It's ranked up there, way up there. So, well-known, renowned show, no doubt about it. I don't agree. Now, on the last season, I just want to say, now that we've kind of... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, guys, there's a lot of things that you can say, like Evan said, it's a network show and all kinds of stuff, but what they did to Andy is unforgivable. And I, I have to say what they did to the relationship or not the relationship, what they did to the tone of Jim and Pam and to Jim's character in particular, how they made him unlikable for part of that season. This is is why I'm backing up what you're saying. It's like we spent how many years building that, building them, building that relationship. I don't, I can't think of a good metaphor, but it's just like we finally built this thing and you got the thing. And then you start kind of jamming, and then it's like, well, poking it, and if they, uh, broke a little pieces off it, of it. All right, if we keep, ma- I keep drawing parallels to Parks and Rec. It'd be like if if, if ben, ben, and, and, ben and Leslie had exactly. marital trouble. I don't want to fucking see that. Like I don't want to exactly. see it. Exactly, exactly. They're, they're happy, and there's other stuff on that show that can fill the the drama quotient i didn't need it from jim and pam we'd spent most of the show thinking about jim and pam and then and they there was the rockiness of they've had ups and downs they've had oopsies and poopsies and they were finally together in the periods where it was just they were together and it was them versus like when when she moved to his to the desk circle with dwight and jim right and it became the three of them pooping with each other and they were happy and she, cause fucking Jenna Fisher's super funny and I don't need it to be serious and heavy as good an actress as she is. Like there was just other stuff that could so, focus So there was on. that. And I know Justin disagrees. I know you disagree firmly <laughs> based on what you said earlier in the show. Yeah. But for me, it was that dynamic that they introduced and then they had the Andy dynamic. And then I don't really have a problem with the boom guy coming in on Pam, except for the same criticism that Evan just said. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see. I don't want to see some other guy comforting Pam in 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 an intimate way. I don't want to watch that after watching them build Jim and Pam for that long. Waiting. You know how they could have made seasons, the last two seasons, good, really good. And I know he was and wasn't and blah blah blah. They should have just Michael should have said, "Jim is the boss." Yeah. And just ran with John Krasinski as the boss, dealing with everybody as the boss. Trying to fill Michael's shoes, realizing Michael's job wasn't as easy as you know, he criticized him a lot. It would have made thematically more sense. 
It would have. It would have. It would. You could have had Pam sitting out with Dwight in Jim's desk. It would have just thematically just felt smoother. I agree. I'm like it would have been a that. smooth that or transition. Dwight. I wouldn't have minded Dwight becoming like, the boss, no, but, but they. The but Dwight would be. Uh, you would miss too much of Dwight's silly. The storyline of Dwight stuff. seething at the fact that Michael made Jim the boss would have supported two whole seasons of that show. Right. And, and it could have been the story of Michael filling, uh, Jim filling Michael's shoes and realizing Michael's job wasn't so easy, trying to keep everybody happy. And it could have been the idea that Dwight eventually figures out, holy crap, Jim's a really good boss. And there's your show. There's the last two seasons. And there should be something said about, um, what is it, Kathy Bates, right? And All then, the And then, uh, what's, what was his name? Uh, the James, other- James Bader. Yeah, the guy that uh, played the weird Dr. Robert California. Robert California. I got to just Donna. say something. I have. Donna, what's her name? Uh, Nelly. Yeah, but what's that? Robert Ca- Evan. Robert California would have been another one of the ones that would get my John Doggett because yeah, pretty much. I mean, you talk about that or Jan. I mean, Catherine. Catherine, Catherine Tate, Tate, who played Nelly, the British lady with the red hair. She yes, entertaining. Good. Yep, I agree. But but like we said, another good character, uh, Gabe. I love Gabe. Gabe, good character. Like, good character. Fucking great. We almost need to add another question. What's your favorite side character? No, we took, like that, we took that out. We had that question. We took side it out. character. Yep. Or was it least favorite character? No, we had we that. Out. We had that question. We were like, no, that's too many questions. It's what was your least favorite. favorite part of the show, Justin? Michael leaving. <laughs> yeah, the last two seasons. Like the fact. Now, I'm Michael, not gonna say Michael the last two seasons. Michael leaving. Michael leaving. It it was hard. It was hard to to watch. I loved I loved the situation and the filming and everything about Michael's leaving. Yeah. But I did. I my thing I don't like is that Michael's not in the last two seasons. Or or I figured and, and which and it, it it again it's lives in this anomalous this place. Way. This anomalous place. Do I think there should have been those last two seasons? No. Are they there, and are there a lot of funny things in them? Absolutely. It ends well, too. Do, do I love the storyline of Michael leaving? Yes. Did I want Michael to be gone for two seasons of that show? No. <laughs> so it's a lot of, yeah? Uh, oh. I'm going hey? to say what oh. Joe said to uh, to Dwight. It's like, stop asking yourself questions and make yourself sound smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the truth, though. Stop asking yourself easy questions. There's very few shows that get get it right as much as they did, though. Yeah. And even though Michael left in the show, you know, maybe not for you, but for, for a lot of people, I think it... Well, I, I say again, the it, proof it, is in the pudding. The proof is in the numbers. There's a lot of shows we crucify for bad seasons, and we don't with this show. We don't. Well, you can't. At all. You can't, because if you do, you're, you're doing a disservice... To I'm what just they saying, did. That's what this spreadsheet's for. Where's our quantifying? That's that's like we take a show like like True Blood, and even though we all love the first few seasons of that show, it we we chop its nuts off when it comes to the last <laughs> couple. Same amount of shitty seasons. But the office, we just we don't quite lean into it as hard. First two seasons that, that you don't like. So it's like, eh. But I mean, even even highly, those last speaks highly of the show. It does, but even those, it should be said. Like I said earlier, the last two seasons, I don't hate them either. Yeah. They're very watchable still, and I've rewatched them now once. Am I going to re? If I rewatch The Office, will I probably rewatch all of it? 
Well, there's been, or I can't say that. There's been several times where I've just stopped that like season five or six. So, <laughs> never mind. Yeah. So, those last seasons, I do skip them sometimes yeah. if I do a rewatch. But, yeah, I, I don't know. The Office belongs to me. It is top tier comedy. It is above Seinfeld. It is above those 90s. Yeah, that's it. I mean, people are probably going, what the fuck? You can't say it's above Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah, it no, is. It's funnier it than is. Seinfeld. It's, it's funnier than anything, it's funnier than anything Seinfeld. NPC put out in the 90s. It's, it's just head and shoulders. It's, and I like Seinfeld. I, it's way up there in the well, sitcom like, list. Like we me, said, it has stakes. And stakes, are, they factor in. Yeah. There's something to be said about the way that The Office and Parks and Rec, on that note, have integrated in serious, sort of emotional, heartfelt moments. Yeah. Especially when Parks and Rec took it even a step further, it in my opinion. It makes funny things funnier. When, and when it's it so takes you warm, on a, takes you on a good, good stuff on, a, on an up and down kind of thing. When it's just, like Seinfeld is a very flat, joke filled, little show. dark, darker, it's, narcissistic, and, it's, and you can just watch an independent episode of Seinfeld, and then the one before it and after it don't matter any. But with this show, you know, yeah, it takes you on a little journey, and it gives you something to feel tight chested about. And then everybody loves a good love story. A prison Mike. Prison Mike, another great little <laughs> side character from. Michael. I say, I say, I sit on you. <laughs> they treaded a date, line Mike. On Some of that they treaded a little. They treaded a line. <laughs> Just that right out of the T- gate. That, uh, that, Todd that, Packer. Like I mentioned that thing. Todd, Todd oh, Packer. God, what's his name? I maybe, had, maybe he's my John. I Todd. just, <laughs> I just thought of him. I was like, I can't ignore the fact that Todd Packer was on that show and made me name? laugh every fucking. I don't time. know his name. Guy he, from he, Anchorman. He was Champ in in Anchorman. He's just like making like completely inappropriate sexual jokes and laughing real loud about it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, Will Ferrell was on the, on Office too. He was Angelo Vickers. He was a he was another one of the bosses. Yeah, not oh not for very long. Not very long. No, but he was still really funny. What is that fucking guy's name? I never know his name. I've never known his name. Todd Packer. Creepy. He's, his name. He was in Thank Brad. You for Not Smoking. He was an anchorman. Or no, Thank You for Smoking. Thank You for Not Smoking. Thank You for Smoking. Sorry. He was on SNL. Hold on, we're gonna no, we're not stopping yet. I need to figure. I need, I'm gonna say this man's name out loud, ladies and gentlemen, because it'll kill got me. Got a delay here if we do not. David Keckner. Uh, David Keckner. If Kechner. someone said his name, I would bald guy from Anchorman. I would never known. Played a bad person in the office. So firm recommendation here. Yes, we love the office. The office. It's fantastic. Watch this show. It's a good show. Doggy Club recommended. Big stamp. If this were a visual medium, there'd be a big stamp with a thumbs up and say recommended slammed onto the screen right now. And there would be like a top 20 plaque or something. Yeah. <laughs> little star. <laughs> it gets top 20 plaque, top five comedy of all time. There's a lot of, it hits a lot of big things. Come back to TV, Steve Carell. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next time. Thanks.
We're still building the podcast on the podcast, folks. That's still a thing. Yeah, come on. What up, B? What up? That sounded more intense than it, than it ended up being. It's, it'll 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 jump out at us. We could even put this at the end of the episode. It's like a like a hidden track of us trying to find our music. Like Cry five type music. <laughs> I think we need to exit. I think we need to exit rock. We need to get out of rock. Yeah. We need to that go one to like go to. Yeah, just some jazz. Go to some jazz. Some white people jazz. Every time I think of jazz now, I think of uh, when, uh, oh, yeah, well, we're going to talk about this in the episode, but uh, Angela, when she, like, was talking about, like, she was crying about something, and she's like, yeah, yeah stupid. Jazz is stupid. And Dwight's like, jazz is stupid. <laughs> like, Anthony, play the right notes. Just play the right notes. <laughs> It's too, too hip. Yo, yo. Welcome to the show, yo. <laughs> Just like, what the hell? Get some Duke Silver. How is that these motherfucker? Why is it so lo-fi? You're going to be washed away by my jazz. Welcome to the podcast about gardening, where we talk about gardening tools. Gardening garden. Brooklyn. Gardening soil. Rooftop gardening in Brooklyn. That's what this is. The Rooftop organic Yo, what's gardening. up? I'm DJ FU, and this is this is Linda. We run the Rooftop Garden here in, in, in the shittiest part of Brooklyn. What up, Bo? Making Linda? tomatoes. Well, you know, white lady has to help out the inner city people to grow the tomatoes on the roof. I don't know why that made me think of that. This is the first thing that popped in my head is like rooftop gardening in an inner city. Man, they have a broad definition of jazz. I'd like my spacey organ music on your website, please. So what genre sp- would you say it is, sir? Jazz. That was like an astronaut becoming a vampire or something. Just like... A movie about a lonely man on a spaceship losing his mind. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie Moon? Oh yeah, with Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. What a good fucking movie! I like that movie a lot. Man, this, this, know, this, this, just, these are such downers. Everything said. Is there any like some like, classic kind of like? Come on, give us. There you go. There it is. Jazz. Jesus Christ! How does that even remotely qualify? All this is modern experimental. Oh, it's very experimental. Is there no one out there just tooting on a saxophone? I mean, we're looking for. This is my jazz song about suicide, (laughs) and I am going to play exclusively the harmonica. But it's synthesized (laughs) through a through a machine that makes it sound like like a like a moaning like a moaning Wolverine. Right, jazz. That other song is about the only thing remotely okay that we've come across. I don't know what's going on here. Play. Apparently it is. It's the sound of silence. Do you have something turned down? No. Jazz. It's time for jazz. Time for more jazz. (laughs) 
Are you ready? <laughs> cool cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for jazz. Yeah. <laughs> this weird garbled video game music. It is time for jazz. <laughs> this is my jazz. You're <laughs> not searing it. Yeah. Hello there, I'm the star boy. Are you ready for more jazz? <laughs> In galactic outer space! Jazz! Oh, nothing. Just, the just hell that. is this? It's just that. That was jazz. How dare you insult these artists, man? These people put their life on this. This is the, the same this. guy that did our outro music. <laughs> He does some of the best music on here. That's true. Hello, and welcome to Nogan Club. I am your crew director, Fabian. If you go to the Stern deck, Howard Stern is up there. Go to the aft deck, Shuffleboard. It's it's not Not, upbeat enough. Not upbeat enough. Otherwise, it's interesting. Come on, bro. You can do it. Time for more jam. Hi, I'm Ice-T. This is the music I make now. Mm-hmm. What up? Experimental ass. What up? We're coming at you. It's like a, like a Fiona Apple song. I'm so scared of bros. <laughs> My hair is greasy and I have need to make Fiona Apple. It is a little Fiona Apple. I know what you do with myself. <laughs> oh yeah, don't you crazy? Oh, anyway. that's, that's, <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's like normal music. You beat the game. Yeah, I was just thinking the, the credits same thing. are rolling. <laughs> Welcome. You have Set designer saved. Hashiono Miyamoto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you oh. have saved the princess. <laughs> you finished the last mission and you killed the big boss. Just let me skip through. I just want to get through. I want to start the gun. Please. Stop. Director of Director logistics. Of anime <laughs> accountant. Tinky Hashimoto. I've <laughs> uh, been through all of his on this page. See where this goes. It's like the beginning of a Michael Jackson song. Come on. I'm hoping it picks a chorus up. Hold on. I like the little. Is this it? But again. Hello, are you ready for my there it jazz? Is. Wow. This is walking down the street in that same persona-like video game. After reality morphs, everything's all like black and oozy. Looks like a Jack Kirby painting, and you're just like walking <laughs> still, but it's like the street, but it's not the street. Oh no, the shopkeep is a giant spider. Hi, Steampunky, too. You could imagine a dark street with Hi. The- Hi. Free music archive. Hours and hours of just garbage. Persona 6. 
Again, though, jazz. It says jazz. This is all right under here. the jazz tab. Why are it's they so slow? So, it's also <laughs> like doopy doop shibby de bop. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Okay, maybe we need a different genre. <laughs> Go back to the genres. Just a, wow. s- a sc- weird garbled scream. Shit. Hi, I'm Cool Jazz Wilson. Here's my, my latest oh Cool my Jazz God. hit. Okay, we're done with that. Why can't we get something that's upbeat? You know, I don't understand why everything there was. All right, we're going. We're going a different direction. Uh. I know, I know, I know. This is the weirdest thing. She ain't anybody, girl. I know. I know. I forgot. I know. Anybody, no. I'm gonna be the next baby face. I forgot to click the only instrument. I know. Dog at club. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry for this whole thing. <laughs> hey, everybody. Upbeat. Come on, let's go dance to the beat. Woo! Everybody, get up. Move your feet. Welcome hey. to Target Club. We have the best <laughs> Well, discussing TV club. And laughing a lot about stupid stuff Welcome to Target Club <laughs> The fantastic story to TV's past. A lot of these start with boom, What's wrong, Ivy? Do you do you really like the Free Music Archive? Woke up the other day and I saw that I didn't have a nose. <laughs> I fell off in my sleep I think I have leprosy Oh no, someone help me Someone help me Don't send me to a colony <laughs> No like Dawson, Dawson's Creek or something oh. Hey, hey Dog it This is more where is we need to be this, going. This, this, yeah, this is the right sure. Now it's getting too relaxed. But Could you go to music just by the guy? Can you make a list that's just the dude that wrote our, our outro music? Yeah, I think so. Do that. I want to hear more of his shit. Okay, we heard a lot of it just there a little bit ago. But that was just the stuff under rock, right? Well, I wonder how much he's written. Hold on. 
Welcome to Target Club. Hey, 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 hey. This is definitely going in the back end of the episode. Because it's weird and long. But it's funny. Welcome to the Target Club. Three guys talking about TV. It's so great. Here's a dog. Right. So here, yeah. Okay, so rock, 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 rock. Rock and electronic. There's jazz included. Yeah, it's all right. Let's pick like, let's cut to the right in the middle of his, of his list to see what we can find. What's his name? Jesse Spillane. Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Thank you. Spillane. I might be sending you another weird email saying, hey, thanks for this. It's not that upbeat. But it's, it's mellow and it will fit underneath us talking. It has to be just enough interesting sounding quiet music. It's not depressing. It sounds decent underneath the three of us saying those three lines. Building the podcast on the podcast. It's interesting and funny. Going with the made of the podcast. Woo! It's kind of a main player. You know what I mean? It's not a background song. God, that that one before wasn't bad. Let's listen to I a few. I downloaded it. Let's listen oh. to a couple others. I, I'm downloading Contender. I got my doggy clip, doggy clip, doggy clip. That's not bad. I wish we could hear it flying on top of it. Can you still do that? Freedom. Oh, this show is not safe for little ears. Get off my property. Get off my property. Doggy Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for TV via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is not safe for little ears. And there is a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. This is the one. Okay. This is it. In hickory trees for everybody, motherfuckers. <laughs> Imagine if you had well. that. <laughs>